Today, you've reached the latest episode of The Ugly Truth. It's May, the lusty month of May, and we're talking about musicals again, even though I swear I say I hate them. Plus, some new TV shows that Paula has discovered. There's a movie coming out, and I have cast it myself. I don't know if you would agree or not, but maybe you will. Plus, we have some ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you, from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? I am communing with nature now. Paula? I need it in me now. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 462. It's May, the lusty month of May. I love that. I love that one song in that one musical, Camelot. God, I love that musical, period. It's a good, it's a... I would leave you. I love that song. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of musicals, actually, but I think the ones that I do like, I really like. I love musicals. Camelot's a good one. And of course, anything with Barbara Streisand, I don't hate. Yeah, I told. Well, I told you. I watched. I had Olivia watch Funny Girl for the. Yeah, first yeah, time we night. talked about that a couple weeks ago. Exactly. Yeah. So that's a good one. I do not like West Side Story. Really? Yeah, not really. Maria, Maria. It's like, oh, shut up! I bawled my eyes out at the end. What I'm hoping is. Cheeto! What did she do with the gun, Cheeto? <laughs> Steven Spielberg is re- has, is doing a version of oh, West Side God. Story. Oh God. I'm sure it's going to be fucking Vanessa Hudgens or something like no. that. No, Steven Spielberg is not going to use Vanessa Hudgens. In fact, I think she's a no-name. But they're all racially appropriate, which is going to be nice. Plus, Steven Spielberg gets really good acting out of people. So I will be watching that musical for sure. Mm-hmm. Plus, like I said, Rita Moreno is in it. She's taking over as the mother in the role, which I think is going to be nice. A boy like that. Yes. Well, uh, screw your mother. <laughs> I don't know what she said. <laughs> Screw your mother. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't Stitcher know. Stitcher your own kind. One of your own kind. Yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> You've missed your calling. I know. I should have been on fucking Broadway, man. I don't like the older ones like, you know, Oklahoma where the wind goes oh. sleeping by the bed. Or no um, like that. like South Pacific. Gonna yeah. wash that man right out of my hair. I actually, I don't know if that's where that came from. but um, I don't either. Any of the Elvis ones, I'm not into. Uh, Never been a fan of the Elvis musicals, I know. God forbid, strike I don't even dead. count I just, those as musicals. I just count those as like Elvis performances in movies. They're like extended music videos. <laughs> I kind of, I really did though, like Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. I don't know why. Okay, here's the thing with that one. I... <laughs> Can't not watch that when it's on. <laughs> I know. Go in court. Go in go court. Why, though? It is so cheesy. And they all wear the same. You know, they have their own color shirt that they never change. I know. All the women. You know, the one lady named Dorcas, who I'm just obsessed with. Who because would name their child Dorcas, though? Oh, back in the day, I guess they named him Dorcas. Now, we, now it's a, a slur. And nerdy. We Hi, my name's Nerdy. <laughs> I'm and idiot. She, yeah, and she is. Um, <laughs> I'm stupidest. This is stupid, dummy, idiot. Hi, Adam. These I'm are my sisters. Face. Cunt, come here. Hi, I'm horse's ass. I'm twat. 
It's like, wow, are those biblical names? Twat is. No, it's from a book. It's from the baby book called The Dirty Sanchez. God. I'm Filthy Snowball. I don't even know. What is that? I don't even know. Hi, my name's anyway. Yellow. Hi, my name's Yellow Snow. <laughs> okay, God. go ahead. Go ahead. Hi, I'm Double Decker. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Hi, I'm Alabama Hot Pocket. <laughs> God. Wow, that's a large family. Well, uh, yeah. hello, ma'am. I'm a rusty trombone. <laughs> exactly. Gross. Okay, and this okay. is my this is my grandpa, Blue Waffle. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, is that is the is that the line? Is the line has it been no, crossed? It's just because I've seen those, and I think it's like a real condition, and it's like every sort of wart prolapse. You know. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's really blue. I think people like use a hue or a saturation or a tint sure. to make it look a just tint. awful. <laughs> you know, this it's is a great grandma that, taint. It's yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Great grandma taint. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be a good one, actually. Um, Come here, you cuddlingus. <laughs> Felicio. Felicio, where are you? He's our Italian cousin. He's, he's a real Italian treat. God. Oh, my gosh. Uh, okay, so I have to tell you. Okay, so, you know, we have the puppy, Sasha. She's almost five months old. Oh. Now, I don't know if I've talked about it on the show, but she is a project. She is not your normal puppy. She had some trauma, not trauma, like beat. she wasn't beaten or abused, but she was socially withdrawn when we got her because the family that was supposed to adopt her backed out at the last minute and so for almost three weeks she was alone completely she had her mom but if you've ever if you've ever had a puppy or had a mom have puppies when they're done nursing they kind of like reject them and move on with their life they they're not big on caring for them well it's supposed to be like the the natural like like process like right. once they they kind of cut them off because they're just like okay go out on your own you know yeah, like, they, it's like it's the proverbial pushing them out of the nest so anyway our puppy needs her flea and shots and all the final final so that she's safe to exist in this world and so we've been putting it off for about a month because of all the stay in place stuff but i tried to see if they would at least do it because they weren't really doing any well check stuff and they're like yeah we can see her awesome so where i live versus where the vet is it's literally a five minute walk it's literally five minutes to get to the vet from where we live so i said oh well let's just walk her to the vet because she's been on some walks she did great but she was also with our other husky and so she was following suit so let's give her an opportunity to do this by herself because you know she can't be with him always so we get her in her little harness, we put on her little leash, and 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 myself and my daughter Malia, we decide we're going to walk. It'll be fun. It was like 8.30 in the morning, and we're like, yeah, it'll be great. Let's get a walk in. So there is a shortcut that we can take. There's a fire lane that's kind of hidden in our neighborhood that you can go up through this court, and there's a fire lane there for the department to get into our court. Mm-hmm. And so we'll just walk through that way. So as we're walking up, I would say... We had barely left the court of our subdivision and Sasha has decided that she does not want to do this. So does she lay down or what? No, she just stops and she'll, she's, she begrudgingly will come if I tug on the leash. Now 
I understand that when you're training a dog, tugging on the leash is like the last thing you should do because they, then they'll affiliate the leash with bad because they're being forced to do something. That's not necessarily true. But I mean, if you do it with a positive voice, if you just like kind of yes. tug it twice and you're like, come on, you know, right. and then right. like maybe give them a treat once they start going. Exactly. Then it's okay. Right. So we're doing that. And so she's kind, she's hesitating, but she's coming. And then, you know, and we're taking long breaks so that she can just smell because we have plenty of time to get there. So, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. What I didn't realize was the shortcut requires us to go fairly up a fairly steep hill. And I'm cool with going up a steep hill, but not with a dog who weighs 30 pounds and is unwilling. So now we're almost to the vet. So we really aren't going to turn around at this point. <laughs> and so I'm walking up the steep hill and I am dragging this dog up the hill because she now has found a bush and she lays down and she turns her back on us and what? she's not going to do it. So what? I literally drug this dog. I mean, she was walking, like putting her heels in, trying not to walk, like walk the other direction. <laughs> I'm literally pulling on her as hard as I can because here's the thing. I'm not picking up a 30-pound dog and walking up a hill. It's not happening. I'm not in the Marines. You were probably using more strength to pull her than if you just picked her up. We get to the top of the hill and she lays down and she's like got her, her face on the ground. She's like, this is where I live now. And so Malia picks her up and mm-hmm. carries her to the we carry her the rest of the way to the vet and that little bitch the the they come out to get her because we're still not allowed to go into the building yeah that's what we had to do yeah so she comes out and the nurse goes all right sasha let's go she stands up and she starts walking with the fucking nurse and I'm like, you know what, you little bitch? I'm mm-hmm. going to make you walk every goddamn day until you bend to my will. She's the most willful dog I've ever met in my life. You know, you might have to take her to like a PetSmart or Petco like uh, puppy training. I would be happy to if they were open, but they're not. Oh, that's true. Uh, I have been Googling and reading about dog behavior. This is all rooted and the fact that she was not properly socialized for three weeks before I got her, because I got her late. I've only had mm-hmm. her for two months. And yeah. so nothing's wrong with her. She's a loving dog. She's really funny and so smart. And she's starting to talk to us because, you know, Huskies are talkers. Yeah. But you've had this. But it's been a really long road since you've gotten her, though, which is well. Kind of- disappointing it is very disappointing in fact when we first got her the first week i told daryl i said i don't know if i'm cut out for that i don't know if i can do this if i give her back though she'll be ruined for for real she'll be ruined for good nobody will be able to take her she'll be one of those dogs that ultimately gets put down or ends up in a shelter i can't do that to her and so i even reached out to the breeder and said hey, this is dog. Uh, we're trying everything, man. I'm doing everything I know and it's just not working. And she's like, oh, I can, you know, you can hold her more, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing all of that. But okay, I see what this, we're done with you. <laughs> we're not going to get any help from you. And that's no. fine. These dogs are raised to be on, they're, they're really raised to be working dogs or farm dogs. The, mm-hmm. These aren't meant to be lap dogs by any means. Exactly. So, well, that's how 
our dog Bo is like, he's not like super affectionate. Like he doesn't come up and like sit on our laps and like lay and everything like that. He's he'll, I mean like every now and then he'll come up and like stick his pop his head up and you know, he wants to get petted on the head and everything like that. Or like if you walk up to him, you're like, hi Bo, he'll lay on his side so you can like scratch his stomach. But I mean, that's the extent of his affection. He is much happier laying like by the front door or like, like when we go to bed at night, laying in my bathroom, because he just, he feels better being in a spot where he feels like he can protect people. And that's cool. so that's, that's his happiness. She does allow affection and she does allow pets and belly rubs and all that stuff. She loves, mm-hmm. she loves her treats and she loves all of us, mm-hmm. but she, her, her instinct is to not. And so what happens, which what we've been noticing the last couple of weeks is that she'll allow us to be affectionate with her, you know, she'll, and she follows me everywhere. She really is liking me, mm-hmm. but every time I have to do something, it's like I've shattered the trust. So like I take her to the vet and now she's like, we have to start from zero, ground zero again because, right. you know, she no longer trusts me when I touch her. Like, oh, you're going to make me go somewhere or whatever. And I hate that. She suddenly has like Stockholm syndrome or something. Right? Like and so what's funny is she'll get affectionate and she'll let us, you know, pet her and do whatever. And she'll give us a little lick or whatever. And mm-hmm. then you can see it in her face that she goes, oh, that's right. I'm not supposed to like this. And then she'll run away. And so, you know, I think it's just a long road. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't rule out that maybe she didn't come from the best breeder, like as far as even when she was a puppy. Like, this well, seems I met oddly, her. Uh, no, I know. But I'm oh. just saying, like, this sounds very odd behavior for a dog. The lady who I bought her from said she was very, very clear when we chose to take her. She's like, look, she's not like the other ones I've had. This one is a project. She's not easy. Just be make, you know, she was really clear. She did not sell me up. Like she didn't say, oh, she's wonderful. You love her. But she did say, she goes, this is the sweetest dog. She's so sweet. And she's really, really smart. But something happened to her in the two and a half weeks that she was left alone and didn't have any socialization. And there's only so much one can do when you are a farmer, which they are. And Mm -hmm. she's like, you know, she was with her mom, but that's not enough for dogs. And so something changed and we watched it happen and it was really heartbreaking, but there was nothing we could do. We're really grateful that somebody wants her because we didn't know what we were going to do. I mean, they'd keep her, but you know, she couldn't be bred, you know, they, and we don't, we're not going to breed her either. Obviously we mm-hmm. were, we're not those people. We don't make puppies, but well, when's the last time you guys had a girl dog since Annie, which was like 12 years ago, was Annie super affectionate and stuff? Oh my God. She's the best dog we've ever had in our life. But she we was kind of so a much. mutt too though. Right. She was a pound puppy. I got her at the pound. Yeah. Mutts are like the best dogs ever, but Usually. I will say there's a difference. There's definitely a difference between boy animals and girl animals. So yeah. yes, there is. There I've is. found that girl animals are a lot more standoffish than well they're boy bitches animals. literally yeah. but they but they decide when like you know i'll be sitting there and all of yes. a sudden honey i'll could decide like i'm on my computer she'll decide that she wants to crawl up and lay on my chest and shoulder and i'm like okay well i guess we're doing this you know and then she's <laughs> yeah. in my ear and just like you know yeah. and i'm like okay but then other yeah. times, you know, Victor will sneeze and he's she's laying on his lap. She'll sneeze and she'll claw his balls to death and jump off. <laughs> and he's great. like, God damn it, you know. And I'm like, well, don't sneeze while she's on there. You know how she feels about that. And so, what we have determined is that Sasha is a lot like me. She loves champagne, which we found out <laughs> indirectly. She doesn't like to be touched. She hates being touched. And she decides when she will, will, when she accepts affection from you, she decides. And she likes Daryl better than me. 
that, that might be okay. Maybe it'll get him off of you for five minutes. So <laughs> God, seriously, no, <laughs> I cannot get him off of me. No. Anyway, like he was talking to me yesterday and I said, Hey, eyes up here. He's like, I can't help it. And I'm like, yes, you can. <laughs> that was so funny. That's anyway, cute. it is cute. All right. So new TV shows and movies. What? Okay. You said you are, are you obsessed with a new show or is it a show that everyone's seen, but you No, there's two shows coming out. Okay. That I me. thought were interesting. Okay. So there's one called Turdy Works. It's going to be on True TV. Oh, my God. I saw the promo for this. Did you really? Okay. So it's Mary. She lives in Somerville, Maine. And she collects moose poop. Yes. And I've seen her work, by the way. She makes like little trinkets of art pieces, clocks, everything out of moose poop. She's incredibly successful. She, yeah, she has a business, but she really like wants to make a go of it. And so she's, she went like internet wide. She's got a shop in the little tiny town that they live in. You know, she's got, you know, workers. She has like this lady that works with her that they call her Tammy, the bitch on the hill. <laughs> she's got like this other guy that works with her. They've, um, her and her partner, Deb. They've been together for 14 years. They have three adopted teenagers. It's a very interesting, you think. I I actually read she even does stand-up comedy sometimes. Oh, that's so funny. So that's coming out on May 5th. Yes, Tuesday. Um, And it's going to be on True TV, and it's called Turdy Works. I cannot believe that people buy this stuff. Goat poo-poo clock. Oh, my God. Alpaca poo-poo clock. We give a crap, Mary and Deb. How much moose <laughs> poop is there in oh, I'm Maine, sure there's a lot. I guess. I didn't realize Maine had so much poop moose <laughs> and poop. I, I I know. I don't know. I guess they do. And I don't know if it's like a process. Do they like dry it out or do they like... Well, I guess we'll learn on the show. So the next one I'm just going to read to you and then okay. I just want to hear your thoughts. All right. Coming out May 11th. Food Network presents Amy Schumer Learns to Cook from husband Chris Fisher. Okay. During quarantine, Chris Fisher offers his wife Amy Schumer cooking lessons from home. Their nanny, Jane, acts as the camera person while baby Jean is sleeping. Mm-hmm. And so he teaches her things from how to poach eggs all the way to fish and chips. Do you know how they met? No, I don't. Okay, so Chris Fisher, her husband, was her personal chef. Hmm. She would hire him for events or when they would have big family gatherings or what or what have you. Chris Fisher was the guy. And so ultimately, she's like, you know, this guy, Chris Fisher, he's really cute. And, you know, and she was like a Samantha from Sex and the City. She had mm-hmm. no intention of getting married and having children. You know, she just wasn't a she wasn't opposed to it but it just wasn't think something she would ever thought would happen so she said you know i'm getting this weird vibe from my chef that maybe he might like me or is it just me because she's kind of awkward mm-hmm. and somebody's like no oh she was friends with his she's friends with his sister and so she's like no i think he likes you and so ultimately she finds out that he does and they fell madly in love and had a whirlwind romance, and then they got married, and then, you know, she had some fertility issues, and then they had their little son, Gene. Interesting side note about baby Gene. <laughs> yeah, baby Gene. Recently, they just <laughs> renamed him to Gene David Fisher. And the right. reason being is because his given name was Gene Attell Fisher. Jill. And if you mm-hmm. see Gene Attell Fisher, 
quickly, it sounds like genital. Exactly. And they were getting so much <laughs> shit about it. I actually thought the middle name Attell was cute. It I actually thought cute. the name Jean Attell was cute. But then when well, I started really, yeah. when I said it, Ryan's like, you mean genital? And I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm like, I get it now. That's why they changed his name recently, very recently. Yeah, it was just like within the last month. Right. So I think the show will be good. I don't know if this will matter or not. I mean, she talks about it on her most recent comedy special, which was when she was pregnant with her son, that they found out that her husband's actually on the spectrum and that he has autism, which is Mm -hmm. interesting. So I'm curious to see the show. Like, I want to know, I want to see their dynamic and I want to see what it their dynamic is what their marriage looks like i'm really interested plus his her husband's adorable to start uh, i mean, I mean my God, yeah, he's so cute yes i mean i i've, I've seen the previews and mm-hmm. you know she makes like no effort to wear anything that matches or <laughs> You know, that appears to be, like, somewhat decent for television. I'm not she, even positive she's wearing a bra, to be she honest. She doesn't clean herself up much. You know, her hair is in a ponytail. I don't think she has makeup on. And she is just being goofy about the whole thing. Which, I mean, I do, that's fine. I know that's her personality. But it, it just reminds me of, like, those reality shows where the couple just thinks they're so fucking cute, you know? Oh. And it's just like, we're so cute. We're so funny. Everybody wants to watch us. And it's just like, no, no, that's not true. Because when you guys post, when you like force your suckage on us through Instagram, (laughs) everybody hates your fucking pictures. Nobody wants to see you walking around in your underwear on your farm with the baby in a stroller. Like... How many times did we have to look at that fucking picture, you know, or are you sitting there with the breast pump, you know, sports bra on pumping your boobs? You know, it's just like nobody cares. And so let me guess, you you won't be tuning in. Like I said, ages and ages ago, ever since she became this self-important bitch, then I, I just I lost interest because I just feel like you don't like anyone who actually makes it. And they get no. comfortable. You like people to suffer for their work. No, I like people who are humble. You know what I mean? Yeah. And especially the ones like where you've watched them come from the ranks. You know, when they were actually humble and they were funny and they mm. put effort into their act. And now they just like barely slide by just because of their name. And yeah. And it's so just, you think Amy Schumer is just sliding by because of her name? I think name? she's just a big sellout now. And oh, I don't think that. I, I mean, you and I just disagree. But I mean, you just, you know, that's fine. I will say this. Um, I was, I like, uh, have you ever seen Ali Wong do stand up? I know she's pregnant right now, isn't she? Or no, the no. last special she had, she was pregnant? Last year, she did a special when she was seven months pregnant. Okay. Now, I follow stand up pretty, pretty religiously. So. It makes sense to me. I don't know if you would agree with this or not, but she what she said is absolutely true. She goes, I know it's really weird to see a stand-up comedian seven months pregnant because they don't get pregnant. They right. don't exist. Because if a stand-up comedian gets pregnant, they just go away and you never hear from them again, essentially, ever. Mm-hmm. You know, they're done. They're having babies, except for when a male comedian says, oh, I had a baby a week ago and it fucking sucks. And everybody's like, I totally relate to you. You're a family man now. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, yes. And so I have to tell you, I would effing love it if Schumer would get it together and do a special on motherhood and being pregnant and all the shit. Ali Wong doesn't have to be the only one. And by the way, it's really funny. You would like it. I think it's Tiger Mom. I'm not, I think that's the name of it. It came out in like July of last year, but 
I watched it. I thought it was funny. Now, she's not exactly my kind of humor, so I didn't laugh a ton, but I really related to it. See, I would love for someone to do a bit where it's just like, can we please have a celebrity have a baby and not take a picture of themselves breastfeeding and talk about how beautiful it is? (laughs) Like, please. Like, like I, I mean, is everyone that... Like that eager to show their tits on the internet. Like I don't I don't <laughs> well, get it. You and everyone else. I mean, come on. I mean, seriously though, but I mean it's just like we're talking like full blown like up close nipple baby suckage, you know, finger on the tit. And I'm just like, <laughs> you know, there was on. a time, there was a it's time. It's beautiful. People- Breasts are silly. For- Actually, okay, this is what happened one time. Someone commented on a post, and they're just like, "Breasts are silly for feeding babies." And I'm like, "Really? I'm all so. Why do I get sexually aroused when my husband sucks on them?" <laughs> well, I mean, and it's funny is now you know there's all of this you know free the nip you know on Instagram because they'll take it down if your nip is out. And so, like, that one picture from that Christmas party would not make it on Instagram. Oh, right. But, <laughs> but I said, you know what's really funny about all of the boob, all the boob feeding on Inst- on social media is that there wasn't that long ago when actresses and, and anyone of any kind of fame would pay tens of thousands of dollars to prevent anyone from leaking a nip anywhere. And now it's like, show my nips, you know, show them off. We're sexy and we're women, goddammit. And, and, and it's, it's not like, just okay. one picture. It's like every time they breastfeed or every time they're pumping, it's just like, we don't need to see the Jersey cow. You know, it's just in like, the, okay, in the we soft, get it. You have no coming out of your breasts. The you softened know? filter, the black and white photo. I'm Mother Earth now. Yeah, sitting, sitting by a window with like the <laughs> sheer curtains. And it's just like, okay, yeah. we get it. Yeah. And your sister's you know? in the background, and the sister's in the background going, I remember when you were a whore and anybody yeah, would do seriously. anything to you in a bar bathroom and now did the dna test come back did you find out who the kid's dad was <laughs> was it that asshole dj in la or was it that bartender was you it? went home with that night <laughs> i am in my toga i am commuting with nature now burn the incense john and on the on the wall is a giant picture of her in like some sheer white dress and her belly hanging out and and the standing, angels are she's standing by a crick in the meadow <laughs> with a giant tree hovering over her. I'm just like, who wants those? That's kind of like where Sebastian, they're just like, so are you guys going to have like a gender reveal party? He's like, no, we're just going to tell people. You know? <laughs> and just, are you going to do, do maternity photos and where her baby, where her belly's holding out and you guys are going to do like the heart on the stomach? He's like, fuck no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So I will watch the Amy Schumer show and I will tell you, I will give you the feedback. I don't need to watch Turdy Works because I have been following them off and on. I, I followed, I was following them. On, I just found out. I was just looking it up. I was following them on Instagram for some dumb reason from years ago because I, I was so enthralled with the idea of anyone buying poo. I was like, why would you do that? I don't understand. But mm, I don't apparently, know, but it was news to me. So, yeah. So please. So you watch that. I'll watch Amy Schumer and we'll, we'll, we'll uh, compare notes. Okay, so for me, it's movies. Okay. The original Valley Girl came out in like 1982. Yeah, that movie's old. That movie is good. That's a good fucking movie. Well, they're doing a remake and it's going to be a musical. So I'm already gagging with a spoon. Totally not into it <laughs> at all. But I will be watching it because I can't help it. I Those are the things that I hate watch 
because I just hate everything about like, it. God, this so- is so terrible. Ten yes. minutes later, oh, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it's and, over. And, God, why did I watch that whole thing? <laughs> and then Daryl, he's like, why do you even watch this? I'm like, shut up, just shut up. I'm watching it, all right? Leave me alone. Let me alone. Let me hate this. <laughs> yeah, so I'll be watching that. Now, did you watch Hercules, the Disney version? Uh, I'm sure I did. It's a cartoon, right? Bless my soul, Herc is on a roll. Come on, Hercules. Okay, I, I didn't there's get... a pride for rotten judgment. I, I, I didn't get I that guess far I've into already it. won that. <laughs> no man is worth the aggravation. Well, clearly on, you really? did. No, well, I mean, it probably is like a time period issue. Like, you know, if I was single and on my own, no, I did not watch Hercules. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay. you know, the children, my children, they were more of like, you know, like Mulan. Kinda. Yeah. Actually, there were really no Disney movies coming out. Yeah, they had the freaking Prince and the Frog, and I hated that because <laughs> I don't like Louisiana. <laughs> you hate New Orleans. Okay, no, so I anyway. I like that stuff. All right. So. Well, I encourage you to show it to your children, and you are literally Meg. Anyway, Hercules is going to be a live action film. And I'm actually all about it. This is the first one. This and Mulan so far are the ones that I'm the most excited about as far as live action. Hercules has a lot of promise to be an amazing live action film. Obviously, you know, we've had other Greek mythology films, so we know it can be done. It'll be really great. This will obviously be a musical because it has to be because the muses, the five singing muses, they narrate the entire movie for the most part. So... What's going on in Twitter right now is everybody's trying to cast the film because they're like, oh, because oh, we all know the movie so well. Oh, you know, what? I saw that. OK, I saw yeah, that. So it's like we all know the movie so well. Everybody has in their brain who should play what. No, hands down. Everybody's so very sure. And so uh, these are mine that I think how they should cast it. OK. And even though you haven't seen it, uh, that's OK. Because you, you still know most of the people that, I, that I'm talking about. So okay. the main characters in the movie is Zeus, because that's Hercules' Greek god dad, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is Jeff Bridges. He should play Zeus. He's perfect okay. for this role. Okay. I think Zeus's wife should be Helen Mirren. Perfect for this role. Oh, wait. Are they that close of age? Well, she's older, for sure. I think he's in his 70s and she's in her 80s, but it doesn't matter. They're Greek gods. Okay. They're okay, going to be like okay. all CGI'd and stuff. So it'll be all right. Okay. All right. Okay. So Hercules in the movie, there's a little kid Hercules, and then you transition and it becomes the man Hercules. Okay. So this should be played by two different people. Uh, the kid Hercules should be KJ Appa, who plays Archie in the CW show. Um, and then the Hercules, the man, should be Zac Efron. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He can sing and he has a good body. He's considered yeah, to have one I of the know, best bodies in I Hollywood. Know. I know. I don't get it. Yeah. Okay. And Phil, who is Hercules' trainer, is Danny DeVito because he was <laughs> Danny. He voiced it in the movie and he could still play it now. He'd be perfect for it. And he looks like Danny DeVito in the movie. So because it was, I think, drawn for him literally. <laughs> so he should reprise. Everybody agrees that Danny DeVito should reprise his role as Phil. He'd be perfect. Well, that would be good. In the cartoon, James Woods played Hades, and he was perfect for it. Now, I think there were there are some calls for him to reprise the role as Hades, but given the climate, I'm not sure that he is employable <laughs> because he's kind of gone a little off the edge politically. But mm-hmm. maybe, but I think he'd be good for it. I also think Al Pacino would be great as Hades. 
he, oh, okay. He played the devil in that movie that I love so bad with Keanu Reeves. Oh, yeah. And he'd yeah. be good for it. Yeah, I think, he'd be, I think he could really do that role some justice. I think it'd be really cool to watch him do that. Pain and Panic are the two little demons. They're the little uh, henchmen for Hades. And I think it should be Key and Peele. They were great in Toy Story 4. <laughs> then Meg, who is the main female character, everybody wants it to be Ariana Grande because she can sing the song. Real, she, she does the songs and she looks just like the character. I don't disagree with that, but I think there's some better ones. There's a, there's a girl named Liz Gillis or Gillis. She is in Victorious. Uh, was she actually acted with Ariana Grande. She looks just like Meg and she can sing like hell because she's Broadway. Wait, is she the one that kind of had the vixen eyes? Yes. You know, she's done some pretty naughty films, so I don't know that Disney would want her. Well, you never know. I mean, she, I, well, she's, she's in the Disney world already. She was on Victorious. I know, but she did her naughty films after that. Anyway, and so Meg, oh, say Ariana Grande, Liz Gillis, or Gillis, however you say her name, and then I thought Anna Kendrick, but apparently I am, I've been brutally rebuffed by my family that that is absolutely inappropriate. <laughs> Well, she's a ginger, isn't she? Or no, and and people can color their hair. No, Anna Kendrick. She was in Pitch Perfect, but I'm I'm good with any of those. And then the five muses in the movie are these five beautiful dark women who sing, and they love that part so much that I've seen the film of the actual women singing and mm-hmm. then the animated version, and they love them so much they did not miss a detail. They were that because they're like. They're basically the conduit to get you from scene to scene. They sing through the entire thing. It's kind of like it reminded me of uh, Little Shop of Horrors oh, where there's okay. like shoot it, shoot it. Yeah. Well, they're like that in the movie Hercules. And so everyone agrees that they have to be five powerhouse women who are narrating this show. So they have to be big names. You won't know all of these, but I know all of these. Lizzo. Okay. Normani. I've seen her live. She's so good. She's freaking talented. She actually opened for Ariana Grande. Yes, yeah. I think I know that name. Amber Riley, who was in Glee, yeah. uh, the Broadway show. You know her. Jennifer Hudson and Fantasia. Yep. I, I don't like Fantasia Bruno. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't. But uh. to me, would be their voices, if you listen to the way they sing in the cartoon version versus the, I mean, it's a perfect compliment to me. Everybody's got their own version. There's been a million options. The, the, it seems like the general consensus though, is Amber Riley absolutely has to be in it. And Jennifer Hudson. Those are the two that everyone says for sure need to be in it. Mm. So I don't know. I'm excited. I mean, you can hear it. I'm so excited. Clearly. (laughs) I'm so excited. What sucks, too, is that they're going to release casting, you know, probably in a year or less than a year and say, this is who everyone's going to be. And everyone's going to be like, boo, boo. I know. Everyone's going to hate it. (laughs) Yeah, that's the whole point, right? So we can hate watch it. So anyway, I've been having a lot of nightmares. Oh, no. And I know it's stress. But he woke me up this morning and he's like, you know, you were having a nightmare, I thought, but I wasn't sure. And then you kept doing it. And so then I just grabbed your hand and I woke up immediately and I was like I was having a bad dream I hate it I'm always fighting I'm constantly fighting and it's like violent you know fights I'm sorry I hate that I hate it too because it's not normal for me but I just think it's you know fucking stress everyone was in the living room the other day watching tv and i fell asleep on the couch victor woke me up and i was just like oh i'm like he's like you were dreaming i'm like oh was it bad and he kind of looked at me he's like no and i'm like (laughs) (gasps) 
he says, but you needed to wake up. And I was just like, oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, apparently I was making like, I was like, "Mm." you know, like kind of making some moaning. It's like, oh, I was was eating ice cream, you guys. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It was chocolate soft syrup. It was so delicious. (laughs) But he like, he kind of looked over at me like, Paula, wake up. Like, I recognize that sound. (laughs) Oh, no. So that's embarrassing. That happens. I wish I could say that was the first time, but it's not. It's definitely not the first time. But I'm just like, Jesus, I need to get laid. <laughs> this is bad. I need to get laid. I need it in me now. I want to feel the weight of a man on Oh, me. my God. Don't even say that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, we need to move on. We're running out of time. So let's do some ugly and awkward moments of the week. don't i mean like i said it's 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 been slow i have one okay good good and it's a good one too um okay you sound like milan i have a boy's name and it's it's a good one one too yes i know that's why i said it like that um okay so (laughs) i have a facial cleanser the it's like and it's exfoliator it's you charge it and it's got a little round brush and you put a little cleanser on it and then you know we you cleanse your oh, face yeah, with Ryan it. Oh yeah, I had one of those, but it stopped. It broke or stopped working. I need to buy him another one. Oh, that's too bad. Well, I have one. I really love it. I bought it on. I actually bought it through the Ugly Truth website and then Amazon. Yeah. And I actually have it. Click. You can actually buy it on the Facebook social media page of ours. It's it's mm-hmm. bookmarked there. So anyway, I love it, and I've had it for about a year, and it works great. And so. <laughs> I usually exfoliate my face in the shower because that's the best place to do it. I am terrible when it comes to rinsing off things in the sink. I get it all over my body. I get it on the floor. I'm just not very good at using the, oh, the water. I can barely yeah. brush my teeth. I, I was just you, know, say, I, you should see me when I try and wash toothpaste off my mouth. Oh, my God. I look like, you know, someone squirted me with a fire hose. It's ridiculous. I get it all over my... I get, I get toothpaste everywhere. I it's look like a ridiculous. wet t-shirt contest every time I brush my teeth. I look like a kitten that's just eaten milk. It's all over. I look like I have rabies and I'm in a wet t-shirt contest. Yes. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. So I exfoliate in the shower and I just, so I charge it once a week and then I put it in the shower and then I have some cleanser that I use. And so when I'm conditioning my hair, I pile it all on top of my head and then I... I exfoliate my face so i'm sitting there i'm like and i'm just you know exploring like oh this feels so good well somehow a little bit of the hair i didn't get up all the way and uh it it caught and it was the hair it's the baby hair right next to your ear and it wrapped around under the the brush part the exfoliator does not stop so it's going to rip the hair out of my head and i can't find the button like to turn it off (laughs) and i'm like i don't want a bald patch and so it's like it's bad enough i've got one inch roots do i have to have the bald patch so i'm sitting there and so i'm holding on to this brush luckily i pull the brush off so that it's like without the brush (laughs) did daryl hear you no, he's on the phone bellowing about OTT, oh. so he can't hear anything. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, my God. And so I'm like, <gasps> and I'm like, oh, it stings so bad. <laughs> You've got your hands on your side of your head. You're like, oh, <laughs> oh God, I feel like such an idiot. 
And I'm like, this is bad. This is so bad. And so I'm like, am I bleeding? Because <laughs> it hurts so bad. And touching your side, looking at the tips of your fingers like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, is it washing off? I can't tell. And I'm like, is any hair anywhere? No, I didn't. But I pulled the shit out of my hair. And I was like, oh, oh my God. Is something like, burning? Does it smell weird in here? And then, of course, you know, I want to throw the thing across the room. And I'm like, oh, ah! God. Fuck you. But I'm like, it's a hundred dollars. I'm not going to do that. Oh, so God. Just, no. No, I didn't. Oh but anyway, okay. that was my awkward so, moment. So actually, I forgot. I did have an ugly and awkward oh, moment. Okay. It's, it's really bad. It's oh. like, like I, I almost didn't even want to tell. Okay, so as you know, <laughs> I have little to no privacy ever. And right. one night I was really, really tired. And so mm. I managed to go to bed before the kids did. And so I, I lay down. And I'm just like, wow, I actually have like, you know, five minutes to myself. And so... Oh my god! I opened my top drawer and I'm like, "Well, hello." <laughs> so, oh no! I don't know what happened, but the next day I woke up and I was just like, mm, you know, and I I guess I forgot or something. So I don't really know what happened. So I got up out of bed and Olivia had apparently slept with me because she, you know, she went through this. She had a stomachache one night and then you know five nights later she was still sleeping in my bed. I got up, went in the living room, blah, blah, blah. And then she woke up later and came into the living room. She had her tablet and stuff. So I walked back into the bedroom and the covers were like pulled over on her side. Like, you know, she just dragged them out when she got out of bed and yeah. laying there plain as day. No. Was my silver bullet like, like just out there. And oh I was just God. like, <gasps> and so I grabbed it and I threw it in my drawer and I was just like, what is that? doing there well apparently i'm a bad lay because i fell asleep while i was <gasps> masturbating <laughs> god paula i thought you were desperate for orgasms i i usually am but apparently i was just like i said i'm a bad lay i was tired <laughs> or the batteries died or they stopped working i mean the batteries were dead low. fish <laughs> and so i was found myself you know smacking the thing on my thigh trying to get it to go again and i don't know it was just a bad night i guess it was every night's oh, well. a bad night it so happens. anyways i freaked out and i asked victor i'm like I'm like, if she saw it, she probably would ask, like, what that was, right? And he's like, I'm sure she would have asked. She would have he's, said something. He's yeah. like, you remember what happened when Ryan found yours um, the first time? And I'm like, or he's like, you remember what happened when Ryan found yours? And I'm like, I'm like, please don't bring that up. And so did, you, did I ever tell you what happened no. when Ryan found it? No. I don't know why. We walked into the bedroom. He had my top drawer open. He had the vibrator. He switched it on. He's like, ooh, it's like a massage. And he started rubbing it on his, his cheek. No. And I'm like, no! Oh God! I'm like, get it! And he's you... just like, why? And I'm like, it's, I'm like, it's, it's mom's. It's, it's, it's for my back. <laughs> so oh my I... God! You sound like her mother. These are for my back only. I think he was like three years old, but I'm like, I can't oh, wait until he's know, like a grown ass man and I can tell him that. <laughs> oh God, he will die. Or I'll just tell his wife, and then she can tell him later. When you're when you're showing him all the baby when you're showing her all the baby pictures, you can say, "Oh, did I ever tell you about the time you found my vibrator?" She, like, she turned Mrs. it on, and he Todd. started rubbing it on his cheek, and he's just like, mm, "It's like a massage." <laughs> Jesus Christ! And then they'll leave the house and they'll be like, "I hear, I understand what you mean about your mother now, Ryan." <laughs> he's like, "Why? Why would you say that?" She's like, "Well, she told me about the time you found her vibrator." He's like, "What?" He's like, "What?" <laughs> I guess you were three. Horrible. He was just like, I've never heard this story. He's like, oh I blocked God. it from my memory. I, let's not discuss this. I've never even no heard. heard this story. Are you, are you, was she telling you a lot? No. What? 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 What happened? 
I guess you rubbed it on oh, your cheek. And, I guess you turned it on high and rubbed it on your cheek. And you're like, ooh, it's like a massage. <laughs> God, he's like, I think I remember that. And then he's just saying, next thing you know, Victor's phone's ringing. Dad? <laughs> Mom? Dad? Did you know? <laughs> God, knowing him. The, the, the end of his world. I just get a text with in-caps letters. Mom! He's like, how could you? I'm like, hey, hey, where are my you children? I'm like, well, what were you doing in my drawer? Yeah, really. Anyways. All right. All right. Well, I guess that's a wrap for this week. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, hopefully, you're enduring uh, the quarantine. Uh, we're trying to hang in there. Please continue to go to UglyTruth.com. Click on the Amazon button. It's probably easier if you just bookmark it and then do your shopping that way. And then... Oh, Mother's Day is coming up. So uh, you probably want to get a hop on some shopping because kids won't be bringing home the uh, little, uh, once when I was little, these were my paw prints or whatever that says. <laughs> so you're going to have to actually get something for mom. And then uh, lipandclip.com, get your uh, makeup needs, skincare needs, and other needs. Not not those kinds of needs, but just like, you know, b- bubble baths and things. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, we will talk to you soon. Have a great Sunday and we'll see you on Wednesday. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.